When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 63, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, our guest today says it's not about telling, it's about helping people to hear. Now, I wonder, as a Christian entrepreneur, do you help your customers or clients to hear through your actions, your interactions every single day? Now, joining me on today's show is Gary Comer. Gary is the founder of Soul Whisperer Ministries, SWM, an organization organization dedicated to helping churches develop missionally. Now after planting and pastoring two churches, Gary was hired by Sandals Church, a prominent congregation in Southern California, as an outreach director. Now during that five-year stint, he also served as a church planting coach for the Christian Ministry Alliance and mission trainer with Serve You International while completing his doctorate at Talbot Theological Seminary, pursuing God's vision to help churches full-time these past three years, he has faced the steep learning curve of developing a non-profit business. Content development has been a major focus, and in fact, six book resources and 11-part YouTube series also carried by Right Now Media. Remission, rethinking how church leaders create movement is Gary's newly released book and his first soul whisperer why the church must change their way it views evangelism maintains a five-star rating over 90 Amazon reviews fantastic now on today's show Gary is going to share find your calling stay the course and push for innovation so welcome to the show Gary Henry it's great to be with you that is some impressive background, and I can't wait to, to hear more about uh, your journey and the impact that, that you are making. Is, from your background, I assume that you've always um, just been passionate about sharing the word, and, and if we look back, we really can see that your entire career has been in some way or another involved in churches and church plantings. Is that something that's been um, you know, with you from, from youth? How did that happen for you? No, no actually, I, I grew up outside the church. And so I became a Christian when I was 21 years old. And God reached down and saved a wild partying kid who was empty and searching. And, yeah. and so I ended up coming into the faith. And, and, uh, but immediately, almost immediately, I had a, a, a heart and a passion to reach out 
to mm. people with the message. Yes. And so I got involved in campus and college ministry early on, and a church pulled me onto a staff, and mm. that kind of set the early course uh, for me moving in that direction. Yeah, look, thank God uh, as well. You know, it's interesting. I grew up in the church, and, you know, a lot of my, when I say a lot, two of my brothers were missionaries and, and ministers, and the other one taught in a, in a Christian uh, school, secondary college. And it's interesting when you hear the stories of people who grew up in the church and then people who were outside the church and had their lives transformed. Not that we're comparing the two, but often it's the people who did not grow up knowing Christ that have such a transformation. There's a passion and a fire in them that just you know, that they want to go out and, and, and share uh, the good news and, and just, um, you know, how many people are struggling that don't know Jesus. Can I just ask you, how did you come to know uh, Christ? Was it through someone that you knew or did you hear something? Did you read something? What was it? It was a girlfriend who reached out to me. Yeah. And so I have one of those stories, but it is a fascinating story in the mm -hmm. sense that, uh, you know, she was the first one who really took the time mm. to you know, spend some time and kind of bring me along yeah. spiritually. And so one of the things that I try to teach people with my book, Soul Whisperer, and mm. Soul Whisperer, by the way, is named for Jesus. Yeah. So Jesus is the Soul Whisperer, the one who spoke uniquely and powerfully and personally mm. into people's lives as we open up the Bible, we see that very powerful dynamic yes. unfold. But anyway, she was the one who reached out and uh, eventually led me to Christ. And so uh, I always look back and, and I, I really think that that story actually is a story I want to see Christians reproduce mm. everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I'm really fascinated about that because, you know, when I see and observe, um, you know, the fellow, you know, um, parishioners and, and missionaries, you know, there's there's different approaches. There's And so it's always interesting to find it because often it's it's the quiet people who, who share through just their actions and their interactions, their conversations that can often make the greatest impact, you know, in that saying we've heard um, or, or you know, from uh, actions speak far louder th than words. So prior to your girlfriend at the time sharing that with you, had you heard about uh, Jesus obviously beforehand and obviously it, the way she approached it was quite different. How did that kind of land for you? Yeah, I, I think it was a time when I was, you know, open. Mm. There was a deeper search that was taking place. Yes you know, the Lord's timing and mm. bringing that together. But I, I do think that the relational part was key. Mm. And so that's one of the things that uh, I think that we can do so much better mm. in the church and with our businesses. And as we're reaching out, hiring people and reaching out to people in, in yeah. the community, mm. build uh, relationships. And then I think that we need to take that to the next level which is not just to have ongoing relationships, but to learn what influence, spiritual influence entails. Mm. And so one of the things that, that I've done with the books that I've written mm -hmm. is to break down specific influence skills. Mm. And so these are some ways that believers, Christians, and leaders can think about 
how we have spiritual influence in the lives of people. Yeah. It goes beyond just the idea of telling the gospel, the good news, mm -hmm. to, you know, what are some of the dynamics and what are some of the things that we can lean into that would help the sharing to be more natural mm -hmm. and more meaningful? Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, when you hear of stories of people such as yourself that had up until a time not known the absolute love um, that Christ has for them, that he gave his life, you know, to, to save us, and then they hear about it, and, and it, we've even had guests on the show that have been involved in their own business with coaching and mentoring uh, their clients, but from a spiritual, the worldly spiritual aspects, then they realized that, you know, through Jesus, what they were teaching and bringing to the world was actually not only incorrect, it was very dangerous. She said, had my friend not told me about Jesus, and it was started off by uh, a death in her family, so a mutual friend died. And she said, I would never have known. And I wonder how many people have I interacted with and never said anything yet, you know. Um, so I, I can't wait to, to hear more. And, of course, I'm going to go and grab uh, copies of your book. And let's talk about Find Your Calling. Share about this because we hear a lot of people talk about find your calling, find your purpose. But I tell you what, that can be an adventure and, uh, you know, something in itself. So share more about this. Yeah, and... and I want to say that that God often finds us, doesn't He? Mm -hmm. He He finds our our calling, and I my story is very much about that. Mm -hmm. Lord, returning me to my first love, passion of evangelism, and also kind of the missional development of the church. And so, through some of my own my own journey and really through um, some failure that had happened in my life where I lost a position in my midlife uh, point uh, of my journey, God rerouted me back to school. Mm -hmm. And during that time, he basically just completely revolutionized the way uh, I saw things as far as uh, how we could help the church do things better mm. backed me into writing uh, and so you know I talk a little bit about brokenness in in my books both of my books I'm going to talk about uh, that experience and how all of us have it and it, we experience these different things that, that we go through mistakes mm. blow it sins whatever and yet God has a way of redeeming it all. Mm. God has a way of, of taking it and moving us in, into different directions. God has a way of teaching us many things. And he's shown me uh, many things. I, I have a, a saying in my second book, I, I say, it took a broken lens to make a writer. Mm. It was the brokenness of my life that really opened me up to people's experiences in a much bigger way. And, and it changed really me. Mm. And it transformed the way I connected with people mm -hmm. and also the way I wrote. And so I saw how the Lord was greater and bigger and redeemed all things. Now, finding your calling is also in the business world, in the entrepreneurial world, is, is really finding your niche. And in, in a way, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's specialization. I, I've seen some different people try to offer too much. Yes. <laughs> I, I, you know, sometimes do you see that, yeah. you know, where um, someone online, they're trying to start a consulting business and they're saying, hey, they can consult you for everything. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, what is it that God has 
uniquely gifted and passioned you about? Mm -hmm. What is it that he's teaching you that you can bring and, and, and contribute to whatever it is as far as the business world and whatever it is within the ministry world? Mm. And so I've gone through that, that experience of having the Lord kind of hone in on that for me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I really believe I found my niche. I think I will be doing what I'm doing now for the rest of my life. Yes. And I have to say, Gary, that uh, I, I find that too. If I look back 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago, that was when I first started podcasting as a way to spread inspiration and hope. That was back, you know, in 2008 was when the global financial crisis hit. I was involved in the career industry. And I'm sharing this because sometimes it doesn't happen, well, not sometimes, a lot of times, it doesn't happen overnight. It's in God's timing. And uh, I heard an analogy about how God will often have us in the dark room. You know, photography, photographers used to, to, um, to, to develop their pictures in the dark room. God has us there to develop strengths and skills and giftings and a reminder to lean into him, not on our own strengths, but in his alone, uh, that, you know, then we can go the next season but it's those strengths and skills and so forth that we're, we're developing you know, over the time. But fast forward now, 10 years on, there's no way had I not started back then and developed and grown and continued to podcast all those years that I would not have been able to do this, this daily one and be able to provide a platform for people such as yourself. Often we don't see these skills and gifts and strengths that God's given us because we're, we're comparing ourselves to others. What are other people doing? We have our ambitions, you know, solely on, on what we want and whatever success and significance we, we have for ourselves. What, what has been a couple of lessons for you? Because I think this can really speak to people who are stuck and it may just be right there in front of them, but they're just not recognizing it. Yeah, you know, I think that as we seek the Lord, the Lord is faithful to to bring us to um, some significant moments of life where we have some realizations about ourselves and we get to know ourselves better. Um, I I I want to just also just reiterate what what you just said as far as this long term part in it. Mm. I mean, for us, it's been very much that way. We started Solace for Ministries. And yet it has been years of us grinding away, mm. seeking the Lord and holding on to the vision and the dream that we believe he has given us to pursue. And so we, uh, one of the things that my wife and I have said, uh, and, and we've said this initially with Soul Whisper, you know, just because we thought, wow, this book has got so much potential mm. and it's just hard to get it out there. You're a new writer, right? You know, you're just kind of paving your the way you're trying to get those inroads to kind of open up and, and everything. But, uh, one of our, our sayings is the story is not over. Mm. And, 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 you know, what? it, it gave us hope and you know to kind of hold in it well the story's not over on the book mm. and and this last year the, the lord uh, opened up the opportunity for right now media to pick up our video series on it um i mean i've seen our the ratings improve and part of that has happened as we've just kind of hung in there over time mm. so uh, you know I don't have an answer as far as people finding exactly kind of what their niche is, but I think that people intuitively get a feel for their, their gifting and their strengths and that sense of calling. And when that happens and that becomes this focal punch, mm -hmm. then you need to stick with it. Yes. 
You need to give it a chance to develop for God to do all he wants to do with that dream and that vision. Mm -hmm. Because it's not going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. It's going to be something you're going in. And, and the Lord is good in that way. He wants to take us down that journey where we have to trust him. Yes. Where we have to depend upon him for what's next. Mm -hmm. And I've also found that the Lord is incredible when he's got you on that path, whatever that dream is, that he's leading you down. Mm -hmm. He is incredible to encourage you. Yes. I, I, I've been amazed. I mean, I, I had that happen early on. I remember when I first started social media, Twitter, I, I remember the day I started it. I, I signed up. I, my designer set me all up to get going with it. Mm -hmm. And then on that day, I almost quit on that day. I said, oh, I'm never going to do this. And I was just about ready to do that. And then I noticed, wow, you know, I just had 18 people follow me, you know. Yeah. And so I thought, hey, maybe there's potential. And it was like that little encouragement, that things. And, you know, now, I mean, my whole Twitter platform is, I, I'm a, I know people all over the world from Twitter. Yes. And yet God just gives you the, those little encouragements. The same things with, with the book. I've been so encouraged to hang in there with continuing to write mm -hmm. and continuing to get my message out because of what reviewers, readers have mm -hmm. said. Mm -hmm. And that's the Lord, isn't that? That's the yeah. Lord encouraging oh, us. Ab absolutely. And you know, that, that speaks beautifully into the area that you wanted to, to speak about, staying the course. I think sometimes what often happens is we see other people's successes or sometimes people should share more, or be more transparent in sharing the lows as well as the highs. Because quite often we can assume that, as you said, uh, the things that we read, you know, do this, press a button and sit back and all of a sudden it'll, you know, your influence will come, you know, piling in the door and so will the orders, which is just not true. Or they don't share the decades that they put in, the hard work, the you know, the, the failures, which are really just a stepping stone, someone said so beautifully in the last episode, a stepping stone towards a way and a, a process that you're developing that you know will, will eventually get you there. And we do end up giving up, don't we? And sometimes right at the time where we were just about to break through to that next level. Speak a little bit more around, if you will, failures, because I know for me, um, any time, and I'm thankfully, thank the Lord, that I'm getting far used to now looking at failures as opportunities and learnings. But we can often struggle because we can assume that we're not good enough, um, success is not something that is in our DNA almost. So let's speak a bit about this because I think this is often something that holds many entrepreneurs back. Oh, the, the, the failure mm. side. Oh, my gosh. It, it's such a – failure is is – is success when it's about learning, right? Yes. And so, I mean, no one sets out to fail. No one wants to fail. Mm -hmm. But if we are taking risks and we're taking steps and we're learning as we go, uh, then there's, there's progress. Mm -hmm. And so it, it sharpens us. And I think experiences are our part. I think failures give us experience because failures enable us to see things with sharp, crisp clarity mm. we never we might not see what it really takes to succeed outside of having experienced failure for some time it homes us yes. it, it 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 focuses us and it gives us grit mm -hmm. right you know that 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 thing that we need where we that fight yes. where we're gonna hang in there 
Um, I'm, not, I'm not going down here with the ship. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's just char there's character building that happens uh, as we learn. And, and I, I think that um, one of the things that I, I picked up from a, oh, it was an article. I can't remember exactly who, who wrote it, but the guy had talked about how he had given up uh, like a decade of his life to, uh, he said, I gave up my 30s. And, and what did he do? He, he went, he pursued different types of experiences during that decade of time. Wow. He went and did things that were kind of under the radar types of things, mm -hmm. but it gave him the kind of experiences that he needed to succeed in his, in his path, in his career. Yeah. And, you know, I thought, oh man, there was so much wisdom in that. He's, wow, you know, 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've done some of that too, you know, where I was kind of, you know, not doing that great. And just as far as my old ministry picture, maybe it wasn't, you know, as prominent as I would have liked it to be, mm -hmm. you know, wasn't as successful as I would like it to be, but I continue to pursue different types of experiences and go on different mission experiences and, and trips and, and do training internationally, do, do some different things that were just, it broadened me. Mm. It broadened me as a writer. It broadened my vision for what God wanted to do in the world. Mm -hmm. And even though those things weren't heralded things, they turned out to be great blessings. Yes. And yes. so find, you know, if, if, if you're out there and you're, you're kind of making your way with it, you know, what are, what are those experiences that you need to get that you need to continue to build in? Mm. God will work it all together. Yeah. And I love how you said in your profile, Gary, which really aligns beautifully with what you've just said, is learning how to also hold on to hope and realizing and recognizing that the experiences that you do have will continue to build that depth and width of knowledge and wisdom that you could never have had or received had it not been for that journey and for that time that God had placed you in the different circumstances and situations that you now draw upon, yes? That's right, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, we do, it's who we are, right? Mm. And, and whether you're a business leader or, or a pastor or consultant, whatever you are and that God is calling you to, mm -hmm. you are going to do your leading and your ministering out of who you are. Yes. And so God has to deepen us and shapen us uh, and one thing about passion, when you find your passion, that niche, that that calling, that that thing, you 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 pour yourself into it naturally, mm -hmm. don't you? Because yes. you think about it, and you you want to to see greater things happen. Mm -hmm. And because of that, uh, that passion that keeps you in that learning curve, and and that, that's what I have found in in my story. Yes. It's been my fight, my desire to see. Uh, Christians better equipped to reach other people mm. and churches more effective in penetrating their communities that has led to a great learning curve in my life. Mm. And so anyways, I just th see that passion being key. Yeah. Oh, look, absolutely. And let's face it, when we do come against barriers, obstacles, challenges, which often we do, and sometimes it is other people who are trying to speak into our lives that we, you know, which, which could distract and discourage us. 
So we need to have that clarity and that that focus and really be leaning in to him and, and have his you know support and, and uh, d get the direction from him. But I think what often will happen is if we don't do that, um, we can become distracted. And if we don't have that passion, that often is what drives us forward get up the next day even in the the situation where something that we had really worked hard doesn't work out it's that passion that drives you forward and it's also it's combined what i call it it's very much integrated with what you stand for that thing that topic that title that area um, that you want to share that message and make an impact in um, I think that that's what drives you forward. You know what? I'm going to pick myself up. Let's refocus. What can we do better? What did we, you know, what didn't we do well? And how can we move forward? Passion will often drive that. Yes. Yes, it does. Mm, yes, it does. Absolutely. Yeah, keeps us going. God is God is faithful over over us, and yeah. He's uh, He's wired us up in a certain way. Mm, yeah. And, uh, and He gives us He gives us big enough dreams that that keep us going, and He's given us a big, great kingdom dream to be a part of as mm. well. All of us. Yeah. And yeah. so those in in the entrepreneurial side of things and the business side of things, that's that's a big part too, is that uh, every everyone in the marketplace, anyone who's doing anything in the marketplace is is I think fulfilling what Jesus is saying, being, you know, in the world mm -hmm. and for influence in the world, not of the world, but in the world. And so we're, we're positioned to be a part of that great kingdom dream as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of my visions is to unite that because collaboratively and united, we can make a far bigger impact for one another to be, you know, be able to pray into each other's lives and be that support. But I think, you know, so, so often here in Australia, and then I want to talk about innovation because I love what you say, you know, you want to challenge the status quo. I'm all about challenging status quo. But I, getting back to the collaboration point of view, here in Australia, I think businesses, um, even, you know, small to medium, but even the larger corporations are quite hesitant to, to collaborate. And I think Australia is about 28th, even lower, in the scale globally of collaborating and, and bringing the best of individual companies and combining together, because you know we when we bring the best of both worlds to 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 the marketplace, we can then achieve something that individually we could not hope to to achieve. You can imagine kingdom businesses aligning, supporting one another from opposite ends of the globe, all with a commitment to build a kingdom business globally that. Um, you know, that continues to show the compassion and love of Christ. Can you imagine? Yeah. And all yeah. of us giving to um, organizations who are out there on the ground because their expertise is to going into those developed or, or, or developing countries to establish economies within that and empowering those individual communities to, I mean, that that's kind of the vision that I, that I have. I think it's just so exciting when you think of that. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 one, we're one team. Yes. And isn't it, it's amazing what can happen through collaboration, yeah, partnership, yeah. Uh, entering into those types of common visions together and combining strengths and learning from each other. And so I just, I so much agree with that. Mm -hmm. And I, I do think we need to be looking for those opportunities and have the, our eyes open. How, how, how could we come together yes. to do a great kingdom work? How can we start something? How can we get something moving, bolster something 
uh, bring some strengths together so mm. that, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, well, that's one of the reasons I love to feature people such as yourself, Gary, because someone will be watching this who say, hey, you know that we needed so-and-so. Well, you know, Anne-Marie's just interviewed this great guest and that's how things happen, you know, I, I think. Let's talk about pushing for innovation. You say that your passion of reaching others for crisis led you to challenge the status quo thinking and practices. On a practical level for business leaders, you have a heart for bringing Jesus to the marketplace. Share more about this. Yeah, as far as uh, challenging the status quo, it's it's not something I really set out to do. Mm. It's something that I saw from a perspective of um, what we needed. Mm. And so, um, but I tend to innovate. Uh, I've written, you know, uh, Soul Whisperer, the subtitle is Why the Church Must Change the Way It Views Evangelism. Mm. Okay, yes. so... That is a direct title that is saying, hey, I've, I've got a, a paradigm here for you to consider. It's a new paradigm, a deeper way mm -hmm. to look at how we're to bring the message uh, of Christ to the world. And of course, it is a, a biblical model, mm -hmm. but it's not typically the way um, churches are thinking, the way Christians are thinking. It's a deeper way when we talk about uh, spiritual influence and I've mm. developed a whole bunch of skills along those lines in mm. soul whisper. And so um, some of the ones just, just so you know, I'll just throw them out for the listeners, but uh, you know, one is called the disclosure window and another one is called the gospel key. Mm -hmm. And these are things that we see in the life of Christ, uh, but they are ways for us to, to think about how we can bring the message of Christ to people in a in a resonant in a very real way, mm. and so um, that is what I what I've done is I've innovated with bringing skills uh, to the church, yes. and so uh, I think innovation is not a goal in itself. It's 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 what we need to adapt to change mm. to be effective, mm -hmm. and I think that's a big part of my drive as an, an analyst, somebody who is observing mm. what is happening. And I tend to, to take things and then want to break it down. Well, why are we not effective? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why, why, why do we have so many Christians who haven't ever led another person to Christ? Mm. Why do we have so many Christians who are isolated from non-Christians and wouldn't really know how to go about getting alongside somebody and then being able to have spiritual influence in their life. And so I asked the hard questions, the big questions, mm -hmm. and then out of that, looking at scripture and seeking God, we, we get new answers. Yes. And so Solisper is very much a, a book that's bringing kind of a new innovative way to think. And, and remission is that as well mm. from the leadership perspective. How do leaders raise their people in the church to be missionally effective? How do we get mission formation to happen? And I have entirely new ideas 
on how to do that. Yeah, fantastic. You know, as you're sharing that, um, I'm reminded there's a couple of young women who have just recently, well, when I say just recently, I'd have to say over the last couple of years, come to know Christ. And you really can see the passion. In fact, one of them I met at a networking event and we were talking and just, just a lovely young woman. And then she leaned over to me and she said, oh, by the way, I'm a Christian. And then I just went, wow, now we can take our conversation to a whole new level. And then I thought to myself after we had that meeting, why is it that I didn't say anything beforehand? And here she was just overflowing with absolute passion and speaking and she was just a young Christian and, you know, she's been on the show and it's just so interesting. She had no, even when we went to a networking event just recently, um, was just no inhibitions whatsoever. And I think sometimes, you know, we can become, um, yeah, not stale, but not really sharing that in a way that can make a huge impact. So I think the work that you're doing, certainly from the sounds of it, the book and the other resources that uh, you're bringing forward can certainly help us to do that in a way that will certainly make an impact in a world that needs it desperately, you know, absolutely. Desperately. We've identified just just for the listeners. We've identified ten skills, ten. So we think these are ten skills that all Christians should learn and practice. Mm. And and some of the learning it happens through practice. Yes. So you have to get alongside non-believing people mm -hmm. and learn how to uh, utilize some of these skills. And so very absolutely critical mm. and reaching one you know how god is just like any 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 of our businesses any good thing that happens and multiplies right mm -hmm. you know god you reach one you, god's vision is not for you just to reach your friend it's mm. to reach your friend and to reach the their friends right <laughs> it it's it's movemental it's it has a way of moving to impact more people. And that's also why spiritual influence, learning spiritual influence skills is so important mm -hmm. because it is a catalyzer of movement. Mm -hmm. We had one of our uh, friends who's been learning some of the soul whisper skills and remission skills mm -hmm. um, led a Japanese gal to Christ. And, you know, I mean, she was completely outside of any influence, Christian influence. And, and, but she practiced some of these skills, led her to Christ. And then she has then opened up like a, or started a blog. And all these thousands and thousands of Japanese people are responding to her blog with all these spiritual questions. I mean, you, you would have never have imagined yes. all that's happened through reaching that person. But that's the way the movement of the gospel is. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Oh, very, very exciting. So, Gary, how can people get uh, in contact with you? How can they purchase a copy of, of the book? Yes. Um, Soul Whisper is, uh, and uh, Remission are uh, on Amazon. And Amazon's new to, to Australia. Is that right? The, uh, the store is, for sure. We've been able to get uh, books but not okay. a lot of the other products that uh, the U.S. have been able to, to access. So you're, you're going to be able to, to order both um, mm -hmm. Soul Whisper and a Remission uh, on Amazon. But also uh, my publisher, Whitaker House for Remission, is let me know that. Is it, is it, is it Kuran? 
Kurong. Oh, Kurong. Um, yes, yes. Books. Yeah, yes. And word, word bookstores and, and KI Entertainment are all distributors of, uh, of remission. Yes. And so remission is um, um, rethinking how church leaders create movement. And so remission is a, a leadership focus for mission-minded members and leaders, mm-hmm. church leaders. And Soul Whisper, I wrote it to, to all Christians. I think it'd be uh, both books are um, fantastic as far as uh, really helping you really to think through the, the influence dynamics with people. Yeah, fantastic. So, Gary, one of the things, thank you so much, and we'll put all of those links, of course, on the show notes, which people can access, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE63. TCE63. One of the things I'm doing for all of my guests, and I'd be honoured to do this for you too, is just closing up the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you too, Gary? Oh, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Father God, thank you for the time that we have been able to spend with Gary today, hearing about his passion and the insights that he has shared. Lord, to build kingdom businesses, as we've heard, can take time. But what's most important, even with the struggles and the challenges, that we're reminded we must lean into you. We must read your word because with your strength in and through us, that is when the Holy Spirit can move and we can really start to see some supernatural things happen when we allow you to partner with us in our business father we just want to pray for Gary's mission his work for his books we ask that you continue to show him favor and blessing and get those resources and the resources he continues to build out into the hands the ears the eyes of people who you want to uh, to learn about these resources because we really know that today's world needs to hear about you you are the answer to what so many people are looking for, you know, to hope and, and love and, um, you know, they're, they're struggling, Lord. So we really pray that uh, you'll move in that way. We also continue to also pray for the people who are listening and watching today, whether they're live with us now or whether they're looking at the recording. We continue to pray for them too and the businesses that they are creating. Lord, may we collaborate with like-minded people who love you so that together, united, we can make a difference by sharing the message. We can live out Jesus in uh, our actions, our interactions, and what we contribute to uh, to other organizations who are there doing great things uh, on the ground in communities that uh, certainly need our financial support. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, Gary. It's been an absolute blessing. And one of the things that I say to all of my guests, if you ever want to come back on the show, there's an open invitation there. We can dive into some other topics, which I know are going to be very important uh, for our audience to continue to to walk with him, build successful kingdom businesses, but all the while honouring him along the way. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Thank you to all the listeners. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.